The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. there and welcome to the Electric Vicuna podcast episode 56, all original audio drama from 13 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. I love classic comedies. I admit that my favorite kind of comedy tends to bend towards fast-paced screwball comedies. So when I saw Howard Hawks' Screen Gems starring Cary Grant and Katherine Hepburn, I was in love. Bringing Up Baby was a fantastic romp into the madness that romance can send you. So in my small one-bedroom apartment, I gathered about eight or nine friends together in my living room and placed two microphones side-by-side at 45-degree angles facing out. We now had a stage in which we would naturally enter and exit. After two quick practices, we ran the show, and three hours later, we were done. So without further ado, and with no copyright infringement intended or assumed, here's my joy, Bringing Up Baby, Part 1. Starring Jack Ward, Shannon Hilchey, Shoelle Strang, Colleen McIsaac, Eric Benson, Ryan Sadler, Alan Tidgewell, and Bob Munson. With Ira Henderson and Elizabeth Bishop and special guest star John Bell from Bells in the Bat Free. Directed by Eric Benson with sound editing and post-production by John Kyle. Original music by Sharon B. Theme music written by Roy Webb and performed by Sharon B. The big band music comes from Artie Shaw, courtesy of archive.org sound effects among other places at the free sound project at freesound.org written and adapted for audio by jack j ward from a screenplay written by dudley nichols and hagger wild the movie bringing up baby was directed by howard hawks and is an rko studio picture starring katherine hepburn and Cary grant go get your dvd of the original today no copyright infringement intended in this audio adaptation This audio show is an Electric Vicuna production. Good morning, Miss Swarov. Oh, why, what's the matter? Dr. Huxley is thinking. Alice, I think this one must belong in the tail. Nonsense, you tried it in the tail yesterday and it didn't fit. Oh yes, that's right, I did, didn't I? David, it's a telegram for you from Utah. It's from the expedition. Oh, the expedition! Open it! I'll, I'll be right down! Oh, gee whiz! Oh, dear. 
David, they found it. They found it, David. Not the intercostal clavicle. It's on its way here. Here, let me see that. It'll be here tomorrow. Oh, just think of it, Professor. The last bone we needed to complete the brontosaurus. The very last bone we needed. The intercostal clavicle is arriving tomorrow after four years' hard work. Congratulations, my boy. Oh, isn't it great? I can hardly believe it. Oh, Alice! Stop it. Really, David, there's a time and place for everything. What will Professor Latouche think? After all, my dear, you're getting married tomorrow. Yes, I know we are. Oh, yes, that's right. But we're getting married tomorrow. Hey, isn't that odd? Two important things happening on the very same day. I think the occasion calls for a celebration. Ah, don't you worry, Professor. We're going to celebrate. We're going away directly after we're married. Going away? Why, what are you thinking of, David, after receiving this telegram? Oh, there'll be plenty Why, of time. Why, as soon as we're married, we're coming directly back here, and you're going on with your work. Oh, Alice. Now, you... once and for all, David, nothing must interfere with your work. Oh, but I... Our marriage must entail no domestic entanglements of any kind. You mean... I mean of any kind, David. Oh, oh well, Alice, I, I was sort of hoping... You mean children and all that sort of thing? Exactly. This will be our child. Uh, the, oh, the brontosaurus. Yes, David, I see our marriage purely as a dedication to your work. Uh, gee whiz, Alice, everyone has to have a honeymoon and... But we haven't time. Oh. Speaking of time, you have an appointment this afternoon. Uh, have I? Uh, what for? To play golf with Mr. Peabody. Peabody? What What Peabody? The Alexander Peabody, who represents Mrs. Carlton Random. Now let me think I... Who may possibly donate one million to the oh. museum to complete all this. Oh, sure, that, Mr. Peabody. Say, a million dollars, that's pretty wedge, Mr. Peabody, isn't it? Well, you haven't got it yet. No, that that's right. And let me remind you that a lot depends on the impression you make on him. Oh, oh, sure, don't worry. After I've received this, I, I feel good for anything. I'll, I'll wow him. I'll, I'll knock him for a loop, I David, will. David, no slang. Remember who and what you are. Oh, oh, yes, that's right. Do go on. You mustn't keep him waiting. Uh, okay, well, uh, goodbye, Alice. I, I mean, Professor. Uh, goodbye. Don't forget your golf clubs. Remember, let Mr. Peabody win. Uh, yes, Alice. Yes, I will. Oh, oh, dear. Excuse me. Uh, door there. Um... Mr. Peabody, how much this endowment would mean to the museum and to me personally, if you could give me some assurance, if you could just give me some assurance that you'd, uh, you know, consider us first before you donate the million to anyone else, I, I'd appreciate it, but... Dr. Huxley, you seem to be under some misapprehension. I haven't got a million dollars. I merely represent the possible donor, Mrs. Carlton Random, whose legal advisor I happen to be. Yes, yes, of course, I, I forgot. Oh, oh, well, Mr. Peabody, then, I, I, I wonder if you could use your influence with Mrs. Random, that would be nice. Dr. Huxley, when I play golf, I only talk golf, and then only between shots. Oh, yes, uh, of course. I, Couldn't I'm... we continue this discussion over a whiskey and soda when we finished our game? Uh, yes, we could. In the meantime, I believe you hooked your ball. Uh, I did? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, I did. Uh, I'll, I'll be with you in a minute, Mr. Peabody. Yes, yes, all right. Oh, look, you can't... Hey, hey that girl, she's... Hey, 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 that's my ball, just a minute. Here's hoping. I say, just a minute. I, I, I beg your pardon. Oh, oh dear. You shouldn't do that, you know. What shouldn't I do? Talk while someone's shooting. Yes, well, anyway, the ball. Well, is... anyway, I forgive you because I got a good shot. But you don't understand. See, there it is, right next to the pin. But, but that has nothing to do oh, with it. Oh, were you playing through? No, no, I, I've just driven off the first tee. I can I... see you're a stranger here. You should be over there. 
This is the 18th fairway, and I'm on the green. If I sink this putt, I'm going to beat my record. Yes, but um, I'll be with you in a minute, Mr. Peabody. Uh, what kind of ball are you playing? PGA. Well, I, I'm playing a crow flight. Mm -hmm. I like a PGA better. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to prove to you that you're playing my ball. You see, a PGA is two black dots, and a crow flight is a circle, you see. Oh, I'm not superstitious about things like that. Oh, well, that doesn't have anything to do with Stop it. Stop talking, please, and take out the pin. <laughs> this is so silly. I, I, I never such... Ha! Right in the hole! <laughs> uh... uh let me get it for you. There, you see? You see, it's a circle. Now, of course it is. Do you think it would roll if it were square? No, I I, I have reference to a mark on the ball. That proves it's a crow flight. That's, that's I, my ball. I know. I was only being silly. Well, now what does it matter? It's only a game, Well, anyway. my dear young lady, you don't seem to realize you placed me in a very embarrassing position. Oh, really? I'm sorry. The most important corporation lawyer in New York is waiting for me over on the first fairway. Well, then it's silly of you to be fooling around on the 18th green. You, you don't you don't mind if I take this with me? No, not at all. Tell the caddy master to put it in my bag when you're finished. Oh, I, I can't believe it. Huxley, Huxley, come on. Oh, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll be with you in a minute, Mr. Peabody. I think that's your car. Hey! 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 I'll, I'll, I'll be with you in a minute, Mr. Peabody! Hey! 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 What do you think you're doing? I'm trying to unpark my car. Oh, hello. This is my car. Oh, good. Then would you mind moving it out of the way? No, no, no. This is my car. Yes, I understand that. If you just move it back about four feet, I'll be able to get out. Well, I I'm afraid you've made a mistake. Maybe this is yours. And if you move it back... What did you say? I said if you move it back about four feet, I'll be able to get out. I'm in a terrible hurry and I can't budge. Y you want me to move your car? Would you mind terribly? Why, well, yes, I will, but... That would be awfully kind. But, but take it very easily. Yes, I'll go slowly. No! Watch, watch out for the tree! What are you doing? Well, I have to get into position. Oh, please be careful. I will. Now, you say when. Yes. Uh, yes, all right. Am I clear? Yes, yes, you're clear now. Can you hear me? Yes. Well, good then. You oh, that's all right. I'm insured. Oh, I don't care whether you're insured or not. Look, let me drive this car. Oh, it's all right. It's an old wreck anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh, you don't understand. This is my car. You mean this is your car? Of course. Your golf ball, your car. Is there anything in the world that doesn't belong to you? Yes, thank heaven, you. Now, don't lose your temper. My dear young lady, I'm not losing my temper. I'm trying to play some golf. Well, you choose the funniest places. This is a parking lot. Will you get out of my car? Will you get off my running board? This is my running board. All right, honey. Stay there, then. Oh, oh, help me. Don't think everything in the world is yours. This is my car. I'll handle it. You want to come with me? Go ahead. No, you can't. No, I can't believe these. Hux, Huxley. I'll, I'll be with you in a minute, Mr. Peabody. Good evening, sir. Excuse me, I'm looking for Mr. Peabody, Alexander Peabody. I believe he's dining here. Mr. Peabody has not arrived yet. Oh, well, is that so? Well, I'll, I'll just wait. Yes, sir. 
Good evening, Lewis. Oh, good evening, Mr. Brown, right this way. Thank you. May I take a hot Excuse me. Take your hat? Oh, no. Uh, I, I, I better. Oh, uh, maybe. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, there, look at I, I dropped my Well, I, I, I better hang on to it. Now, watch very carefully. What? I take an olive, I throw it in that glass, mm -hmm. but there it is. Mm -hmm. Now I throw it in that one. Oh, wait a minute, no. No, not without the... Go on, go on, go on. Watch. I place it on my fingertip and hit my hand and... Oh, there you go, right into your mouth. That's wonderful. I know what happens. You take three, don't you? Mm-hmm. Only you cheated. You can see me take three. Now you throw it in the glass. Take another one. Throw it in the glass. Good. And then you do this. Oh, I dropped it on the floor. Just let me... I, I... Oh, oh, watch out! Oh. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry! Oh, hello. You're sitting on your hat. Mm, I know it. Oh, that's silly. Get up. Oh. I'm awfully sorry. I couldn't be more apologetic, really. Well, I might have known you were here. I had a feeling just as I hit the floor. That was your hat. Look at it. <laughs> yes, it's, it's too bad, isn't it? It's more of a leaning tower than an Eiffel one right now, isn't it? Look how it's crumpled in. Oh, well, Joe here was showing me a trick, and the olive got away. First you drop an olive, and then I sit on my hat. It all fits perfectly. Oh, yes, well, you can't do that trick without dropping some of the olives. It takes practice. What, to sit on my hat? No, to drop an olive. But you... Now, if you're going to be angry with me, what can I do? Go away. No, I was here first. Then I'll go away. What, you... Uh, Won't you just take the olive dish? Oh, no, no, it's all right. I'll sit here. You don't mind, do you? Uh, not at all. This is rather difficult. <laughs> uh, I guess it is. Goodness, you know, your face is familiar. Haven't we met somewhere? Not to my knowledge. Well, I think you're wrong. My name is Susan Bates. <laughs> I'm Dr. Fritz Lehrman. Oh, well, that's all right. You can sit down. I don't mind at all. Thank you. Uh, you may have heard me lecture. Oh, really? What do you lecture about? I usually talk about nervous disorders. I am a psychiatrist. Oh, crazy people. We dislike the use of that word. All people who behave strangely are not in sin. Is that so? Oh, would you mind if I asked your professional opinion about something? Uh, not at all. Well, what would you say about a man who follows a girl follows around? Follows her around, yeah. And then, when she talks to him, he fights with her. Fights with her, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is the young man your fiancé? Oh, no, I don't know him. I never even saw him before today. Ah. No, he just follows me around and fights with uh, me. Ah, well, uh, the love impulse in man very frequently reveals itself in terms of conflict. The love impulse? Without my knowing anything about it, my rough guess would be that he has a fixation on you. A fixation that... Uh, no, 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 wait a minute. I, I can't remember more than that. A fixation. Uh, that's right. The love impulse in men frequently reveals itself in terms of... Conflict. Conflict. Uh, that's right. Oh, I'm eternally grateful to <laughs> My you. Pleasure. You're absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good evening. Do you know why you're following me? Oh. You're a fixation. Oh, I haven't been following you. I've been sitting right here in the spotlight. Please, you're following me. Oh, don't be absurd. Who's always behind you? My dear young lady, I haven't been behind anything but what they call the, the, uh, the, the eight ball. I haven't been all day. You're angry, aren't you? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. The love impulse in men frequently reveals itself in terms of conflict. Excuse me, but the, the what impulse? Love impulse. Yes. Now you see, the trouble with you is that you have it. No, 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 look. All I'm trying to do 
you is find the gentleman who, thanks to you, I abandoned on the golf course today. That's all I'm trying to do for you. Now, where's your pose? Here, hold this person in, will you please? I'll be right back. So close. Miss the olive. I keep practicing. <laughs> Sorry, I was so long. Um, it's quite all right, my dear. I had a very entertaining conversation with a young lady who does tricks with olives when she gets it right. <laughs> Fritz, where's my purse? Your purse, dear? I thought you had a little. No, I left it right here on the table. Oh, my dear, my diamond pin was in it. A diamond pin? Oh, miss. Oh, miss, where is she? You just lost a diamond pin. We're going to find it, all right? I knew it was around here someplace. Don't worry about it. Oh, excuse me. Uh, why, there it is. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Uh, thank you, sir. No. Very kind of you, indeed. No, no, I... This is my purse. My diamond pin is in it. All right, darling. Will you please? No, 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 I'm, I'm afraid that... Give me that. Will you please hand it over? Do something about it. Will you keep out of it, darling? Will you go ahead and do something about it? No, 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 no. you don't understand. It is madness for you to say it's not my wife. You don't seem to understand. Can you continue like this? It's perfectly clear that you've made a slight blunder. This belongs... Oh, there, there she is, the young lady. Now, isn't this your purse? No, this is my purse. But you gave... Uh, there you are. Hand it over. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait no, a no, minute. just hold a minute. Did you just give me this purse to hold? Yes, that's right. I did. I gave him the purse to hold. You see, there's been a mistake. I lost my purse, and I must have picked oh. up your wife's purse by mistake. Oh. I wanted him to stay here, so I gave him this purse while I went to buy mine. I was coming back. Oh. Now, that's all perfectly clear, isn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, no, it isn't. She needs no, to give no, me an explanation. No, 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 my dear sir, it will never be clear as long as she's explaining it. Now, please, just let me go. Uh, now, just a minute. Oh, no. No, he's innocent. He's innocent. Now, you have your wife's purse, I have my purse, and Louis, our host, is it made me? I can never remember. It's going to explain it all to you, and everything will be all right. Oh, all right. Now, please listen to me. You certainly can't think that I did that intentionally. Well, if I could think, I'd have run when I saw well, you. Only let me explain. I just gave you my purse to... Oh, you've torn your coat. I've... I didn't do it on purpose. That's not right. That's not right. It's not my fault. I didn't mean to do it. I did it, but I didn't mean to do it. I just got cold of your coat. Will? Yes? Will you do something for me? A needle? No, it, it, it's, it's simpler than that. Let's play a game. Oh, what kind of game? Watch. I'll put my hand over my eyes, and then you go away. See? Then I'll count to ten, and when I take my hand down, you'll be gone. One. I like that. I was only trying to be nice. Thank you. Oh, your dress. Um, uh, uh, just a minute. You can't talk to me that way and then crawl out of it. When I'm mad, I'm mad. Something horrible has just happened. Well, don't tell me about it. Just get out of it as best you can. But, but, but your dress is just a... And please stop following me around, fixation or no fixation. I've had oh, enough. Please, please, please stop talking so I can tell you. Will you stop crowding me? No, 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 I'm just trying to tell you. You've torn... Oh, no, I didn't. Why, if you hadn't been in such a hurry and you'd waited for my explanation... My coat. Your coat would still be very all right. Oh. <gasps> Is... Well, yes, but... 
What is the matter with you? Won't you face me? Oh, please don't move. Do you even realize you're making a fool out of yourself? Now, please, if, 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 if you just... If now, look here. You can't tell me I tore your coat. There is such thing as being fair. Bobo, will you please stop turning around? There's a rip right... Will you please stop doing that with your hat? Well, just stand there, will you? What in the world is going no, on? No, will you? Look, please don't move. Well, look, just listen to me. We've got to get out of here. Just start walking, please. So now you want to walk. Well, I'm quite sure that I don't want to walk with you. I hope you realize that you've made a perfect spectacle of yourself. But I, I... Have you finished? Oh, yes. 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 Thank you. Oh. There, there, now you see there's a hole in your dress. So just stand there, do something, do something. Oh my goodness, get behind me. I am behind you. Well, get closer. I can't get any closer, are you ready? Yes. Be calm, left foot first. All right, we can go straight out the door. Why don't you charge your crop? Uh, I have to meet someone here for a moment. There he is. Don't you tell me. I'll be with you in a minute, everybody. So you see, Miss Vance, it's very important that I meet this man to explain to him what happened, although even if I saw him, I don't know what I'd say to him. Well, it's perfectly simple. Just tell him you met someone you knew and were detained. Yeah, I can picture myself explaining our exit from the Ritz Plaza Hotel to Mr. Peabody. Well, it's not Boopy that you're trying to see. Yes, but no, no, his name is Peabody. Alexander, Alexander Peabody. Peabody. But that's Boopy. I know him well. I was going to have supper with him tonight. He'll do anything I ask him to. I wrap him around my little finger. Oh, well. Here. Now you go put on your coat, and we'll go over to the Ritz and catch him before he finishes dinner. I, well, I, I'd, uh, I, I'd better go there alone. Well, if we miss him there, we'll go out to Riverdale. I know he'll be there. There you go. Well, I, I couldn't spend that much time. Uh, Riverdale's only half an hour away. I'll have my car and we'll run it. Yes, but I have to go to Carnegie Hall to meet Miss Swallow. Miss Swallow? Yes, I'm engaged to Miss Swallow. Engaged to be married? That's right. That's nice. Then she won't mind waiting, will she? Oh, I don't, I don't think I should. I mean, if I were engaged to you, I wouldn't mind waiting at all. I'd wait forever. Yes, but it would be, it would be right to leave her. Susan, do, do, do they build all the houses in Riverdale alike? No, I don't think so. Why? Well, if they don't, we passed this one at least six times in the last hour. Oh, but David, it was such a lovely night for a drive. Come on. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, well, there aren't any lights in the windows. Mr. Peabody must have gone to bed. Oh, no, we could have gone to bed this soon. It's too early. Oh, I don't know. If they expected you, they could, with the covers on their heads. Now, David, if you don't stop nagging, I won't help you arrange matters with Boopy. Oh, somehow I've got a feeling it might be better off if you didn't. Why? Well, if, if, I don't think we ought to do this, Susan. Gee, if we wake him up in the middle of the night, he'll be irritable. Well, I don't think it's going to work anyway. But I know where Boopy sleeps. Oh, well, well, no, you, you can't climb into a man's bedroom window. I know. It's on the second floor. Boopy! Hey! Boopy! Please, please, it's too late now, Susan. You can't wake him up. Oh, can't I? What, 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 what are you doing? Pebbles. Pebbles, what for? Well, I've heard if you throw pebbles against a window, people think it's hail, and then they come and close the window. Oh, I know we ought to go now. 
Somehow I can't move. Yes, they weren't big enough. Yes. Um, why not? What? Oh, uh, Mr. Peabody. Here's a pip. Susan, don't throw the... Oh. Jeepers. Let's get out of here. going to be all right. And tomorrow, when Booby's calmed down, we'll go and see him together. Now, just a moment, Susan. Don't think I don't appreciate all you've done. Oh, but I, it was nothing, uh, Just David. a moment, but there are limits to what a man can bear. Besides that, tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to get married. <laughs> what for? Well, because people... Well, anyway, I, I, I'm going to get married, and don't interrupt. Mm, no. No. Now, my future wife has always regarded me as a man of some dignity. <laughs> Privately, I'm convinced that I still have some dignity. Now, now, it isn't that I don't like you, Susan, because after all, in moments of quiet, I'm strangely drawn towards you. But, you know, well, there haven't been any moments of quiet. Our relationship has been a series of misadventures from beginning to end. So if you don't mind, I'll see Mr. Peabody alone and unarmed. Without me? Yes, without you, and, and definitely without you. Now, Susan, I'm going to say goodnight. And I hope that I never set eyes on you again. Good night. Watch your step there. The curve can be a tricky walk. <laughs> I see, David. I see. Uh, yes, I did see Mr. Peabody, but I didn't see him. Well, uh, that is, I didn't mean to I didn't see him really. Yes, I spoke to him twice, but I, I didn't talk to him. Well, did I see him or didn't I? Look, didn't I just... Well, well, no, I, I, I don't know. How do I know? Because... Because there's someone at the door. You, you see, there's just some things that are very hard to explain, Alice, and just as soon as I... Yes, Alice. Oh, hello. Uh, now, now, Alice, before we're married this afternoon, there's one thing we must make clear. I don't want any woman interfering with my affairs. It's fatal. That's the stuff, buddy. What do you want? Dr. Huxley? Yes? Sign here. Uh, just a minute, Alice. I have to sign something. Oh, Alice! Alice! It's arrived! The intercostal clavicle! Yes, isn't that wonderful? Right here? And there. Oh, isn't this a marvelous wedding present? You see, I'm, I'm going to get married this afternoon. Don't let it throw you, buddy. Yes, yes, Alice. Yes, isn't it great? Oh, Alice, I'm so excited. Well, I, I'll tell you what I do. You, you go on down to the museum, and I'll reach you down there right away. Uh, yes, dear. Goodbye. Hello? Hello? Oh, it's you. Well, I, I can't hear you very well. Come closer to the telephone. I said, good morning, David. And I said, do you want a leopard? Leopard? No, wh why would I want a leopard? Well, for that matter, why should I? But I've got one. Susan, where would you get a leopard? Well, I wouldn't get a leopard, David. My brother Mark got him. He's hunting in Brazil, and he caught him. Oh, of course. It's a stuffed leopard. Of course. Why well, would my brother be hunting stuffed leopards in Brazil when he... Right here in New York. Now stop pushing. Now, David, if 
It's lucky I met you yesterday, you know, because you're the only zoologist oh, I know. Oh, Susan, do you even know what it... Of course I know what a zoologist is. Get out of here, will you? What? No, not you, David. Oh, baby, get back in the bathroom. You're making You're making a nuisance of yourself. Uh, me? But what did I... No, not you, David. No, I want you to come right over. Susan, listen to me very carefully. I've, I've got to get married oh, today. David, don't be irrelevant. The point is, I have a leopard. Question is, what am I going to do with it? Well, Susan, I regret to say that the leopard is your problem. Did he refuse to help me? But David, you just can't do that. You can't leave me alone with a leopard. I'll come and get you in my... Oh! Susan? Susan, what happened? Oh. Is it the leopard? No. Can you hear me, Susan? Susan, Susan, be brave. Be brave, Susan. I'll be right there. Hold on. Susan, Susan, can you hear me? I'm all right. I just, I just, I just fell over the... Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll be there, Susan. Susan, Susan, open the door. Susan! Oh! Oh! You're all right. Yes, David, yes. I'm all right. You lied to me. No. Well, maybe a little. Telling me a ridiculous story about a leopard. It's not a ridiculous story. I have a leopard. Well, where is it then? Right in there. Well, I don't believe you. But you have to believe me. I've been a victim of your unbridled imagination more than once. Chasing all the way. That'll teach you to go around saying things about people. Susan, you've got to get out of this apartment. But David, I can't. I have a lease. Oh, you've got to get that thing out of here. Well, don't worry about it. He's all right. What are you going to do? Call the zoo. You can't. That'd be the meanest thing I ever heard. He's a pet to be miserable in a zoo. Listen, this is from my brother, Mark, from Brazil. Dear Susan, I'm sending you baby. That's baby, the leopard. Guard him with your life. He's three years old, gentle, and he likes dogs. I don't know whether that means he eats dogs or is fond of them. Mark's so vague at times. But what, what, what will he say? He also likes music, particularly that song, I Can't Give You Anything But Love, Baby. Oh, that, that, that's absurd. No, it isn't really. Listen. Oh, this is the probably the silliest thing that has ever happened to Oh, me. I know it's silly, but it's true. He absolutely adores the tune. What's the difference what song he... It's silly that he likes such an old tune. I imagine that down in Brazil they've got... Oh, oh, stop this, Susan. Oh, David, let me show him to you. No, oh, no, no, don't open near that door. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Now watch, David. You'll see he'll go right towards the music. Oh, Look at that. Isn't that remarkable? He loves it, David. Susan, if, if we put the Victrola in the bathroom, will it go back in? Oh, yes, but the music sounds much better out here, besides he likes it. Oh, here he comes. Stay away from my intercostal clavicle. Oh, David, you look perfectly ridiculous standing on that chair holding that silly box above your head. Oh, dear, here he comes. Now go away. Please go away. Oh, my. Go away. I'm going to get out of here. Oh, let go of my bad leg. Oh, Susan, I don't like leopards. Just think of him as a house cat. Well, I don't really like cats either. Stand still, David. Don't be nervous. Oh, make him stand still. Don't be silly, David. You can't make a leopard stand still. Susan, do something. Turn off everything. Turn off the Victrola. I don't think it's the music, David. I think it's you.
David, I think you found a real friend. Isn't it affectionate? Like a baby kitten? No, I... I oh. oh, I never saw anything take such a liking to anyone. It'd follow you anywhere. We shan't have any trouble taking it to Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut, but... My farm in Westlake, Connecticut. Uh, Westlake, but I'm not going to Westlake, Connecticut. But David... Oh, Susan, I will not be involved in any more of your harebrained schemes. But David, imagine Aunt Elizabeth coming here and running smack dab into a leper. That would be the end of my million dollars. Yes, but if you hadn't just... Maybe you had an aunt who was going to give you a million dollars, and she found a leopard. But if she wasn't going to give you a million dollars if the leopard was in your apartment, what would you do? I don't know. You I... have to help me. Oh, there are two things in the world that I have to do. Finish my brontosaurus and get married. I have to get married at three o'clock. Go on, quitter. Well, it's no good calling me names because I won't argue with you anymore. I don't want anything to do with the leopard. Well, go on, baby. Down the stairs, after it. your car? Oh, never mind. I'll just take this one. That's what I... Good morning, Professor. Good morning. Oh. You'd better change your mind about coming to Connecticut. Susan, we settled that question once and for all. But, but what about my leopard? That's your problem. It's not all my problem. Susan, will you please go away? All right, David. Since he likes you so much, I've decided to give him to you. <laughs> I will take him. You got him. Oh, oh Susan! Susan! Don't go away! I I've got the leopard! Susan! Oh, dear. Look at that.
Anyway, David, I still insist that he was right in the middle of the road. I mean, I've never hit anything that was in the right place. That wagon was on the side of the road, Susan. It certainly wasn't. It was straight ahead of me. That's why I bumped into it. What, what time is it? Well, David will be there in no time. We just have to stop at Westlake and get some meat for baby. Meat? Why, he's already had an assortment of ducks and chickens. Not to mention a couple of swans. All feathers. Yeah, well, very expensive feathers. I don't see how any pair of swans could cost $150. That was a gym. Well, if you'd run, as I told you to, we should have had to pay for any of Susan, them. Susan, when a man is wrestling a leopard in the middle of a pond, he's in no position to run. Well, if you weren't wrestling him, you wouldn't have gotten all those feathers on you, David. Oh, how else do you think we got baby back to the car? You look like the proper ugly duckling you Susan, do. Susan, I can't believe it. <laughs> now, now, David, remember your nursery rhymes. There's time for you yet. Every ugly duckling has time. <laughs> there it is, David, the meat shop. Please hurry up. Oh, Susan, why of all places when you have a leopard in the car did you have to stop in a town where there's a circus? But, David, I didn't stop because there's a circus, but Baby's going to be hungry, and you'll have to feed him. Now, please hurry. If Baby wakes up, we'll be in real trouble. Well, I don't suppose it will make any difference to you, but you're parked in front of a fire plug. Mm-hmm. I know it. Don't worry about that, David. I'll take care of everything. You go ahead. All right. Oh, David! What? 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 What is it, then, Susan? You, uh, have a couple of feathers? Oh, uh, f feathers. Oh, where? Uh, just to the left, uh, up. Oh, it doesn't matter anyway. All right then, David. It doesn't matter a whit to me. You can walk Susan. around with a canary vest for all that matters to me. Yellow would suit you very well. I just thought... Susan. Yes, David? Might I go into the meat shop now? Well, what's keeping you? Oh. Fifty cents, one dollar. Thank you. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? I want 30 pounds of sirloin steak, please. Did you say 30 pounds? Yes, that's right, 30 pounds. How, how will you have it cut? Oh, just in one piece. You gonna roast it or broil it? No, no, it's gonna be eaten raw. Yeah? And make it quick, could you? Hungry, are you? Hey, lady. Huh? That's a fire plug. I know it. It's against the law to park alongside one. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Who, me? Why? I'm Constable Sloper. Oh, is that so? How do you do? I'm Susan Vance. How do you do? Now, listen. I don't care who you are. I just want you to know you can't park alongside a fire plug. Yes, well, you see, I was just watching the parade. I suppose you get free seats to the circus. Well, Elmer and I usually get... Now, listen, young lady. That has nothing to do with it. I'm just going Oh, thank you very much. That sounds delightful. I'd love to go to the circus, but you'd better keep your tickets because I'm busy tonight. Yeah? Well, it ain't that kind of ticket. No, baby. It's not our car. Oh, jeepers. Young lady, it might interest you to know that you are under arrest. No, baby. Back to the... Oh, well, I mean, why? For parking alongside a fire plug. Oh, but I'm not parked next to a fire plug. Yeah? So what do you call that, a giant-sized doorstop? Oh, well, you mean that you... You think that this is my car? Well, ain't it? No, that's my car. Well, why didn't you say so in the first place? Well, you didn't ask me. You mean... Good day, madam. Good day. Say, do you grind this up before you eat it? Oh, this isn't for me, it's for baby. I see. For who? For baby. <laughs> Never mind. 
Hurry up, David, get in. But, but, but. Jump I, on! But, but that isn't your car. No, but it's my leopard. Hey, hey, the man, that's my car. Hey, what are you yelling about? They stole my car. Stole your car? Last night, she tried to steal my wife's purse. What? Don't just strike them. Do something. Go out there and catch them. Well, Elmer, bless my. Hey, bring back that car. So glad we finally got here. Oh, we should put him in that box. Wait a minute, don't open the door until you close the I think that is a good idea. I hope he won't get out. Stand by that door and I'll open this one. Now you'll just walk along and hope. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, this stall, baby. Go into the stall, baby. Right in there, right in there, right in there. Now everything is quite all right. No, everything is not all right. Everything is not all right, Susan. Maybe for you, but I've got to get back to New York. Now, David, there you are. As soon as you get one thing settled, you start worrying about something well, else. Well, one of us should worry. Now, come in now. And on top of all this, we stole in a car. Look. Well, that's all right. I'll send it right back. I don't like it anyway. I suppose you'd like me to leave it with the constable on my way back to New York. No. Uh, what are you doing? Well, David, you still have feathers all over your jacket. Oh, and, uh, Besides, it would be safe. You might be arrested. It's a hot car. Yes, I know. You're going to file the numbers off the engine. No, that would be dishonest. I'll have the gardener take it back. Oh, stop it, Susan. Just stop it. But you're shitting. Now, where's the telephone? Out that door. Well, that's that's all I want to know. Well, I want to suggest. I don't want any more suggestions from you. My fiancé is waiting for me in New York. And in order to get married, I have to get to New York. But, David, I want you to get married. I think you should be married. I think every man should be. But, but, but I don't think that any self-respecting girl will marry you looking the way you do. Where is the telephone? It's in there. But, David, look at yourself. What's the matter with me? Why? Oh, oh. Oh my, I, I am dirty, eh? There, you see? Without I want to ah, yes. The only way you'll get me to follow another of your suggestions is to hold a bright object in front of my eyes and twirl it. Yes, I understand. I, I don't suggest. want any suggestions. All I want to do now is just to clean up. Where is the shower, please? That's how I was going to suggest. A shower. Oh. <laughs>
Oh, uh, yes. Hand me my clothes, will you? They... they aren't here. They're being pressed. What? Well, I mean, the gardener is taking them into town. Uh, for what? Oh, stop him. I... I... I can't wait. I'm, I must leave here immediately. Well, David, you can't leave here without your clothes. Well, I know that. Where are you going? I'm going to take a shower. Oh, Susan, Susan, don't leave me here like this. Don't be impatient, David. We'll talk it over after I've finished. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Oh, certainly. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all I'm losing my mind, that's all. Roaming around Connecticut without any clothes on. I'll go crazy. I, I don't believe it. How can all these things happen to just one person? Oh, that's just great. Look at this. It's a woman's bathrobe. Well, any port in the storm needs to be well mended. Susan? Oh, Susan! Susan, where are you? Susan, will you come out and help me find some clothes? Or must I come in and get you? Oh, David, you wouldn't. Oh, yes, I would. Oh, maybe I wouldn't. Uh, Susan, where's the gardener's room? Why? Because he, he must have some clothes in his room. What? I can't hear you. You can hear what you want to hear. No, really, I can't. What'd you say? I, I just said... Uh, oh, never mind. I'll find the place myself. The gardener must have some clothes. Clothes are clothes. The gardener's in town. Well, he couldn't have taken all the clothes with him. Oh, yes, he could. Of all the conceited, spoiled little scatterbugs. My goodness, the man who gets the man who gets you will have a lifetime of misery. Everything's going to be all right. Yes, everything's going to be. What do you want? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? What do you want? Who are you? I don't know. I'm not quite myself today. Well, you look perfectly idiotic in those clothes. These aren't my clothes. Well, where are your clothes? I lost my clothes. But why are you wearing these clothes? Because I just went gay all of a sudden. Oh, excuse me. I, I, I'm so sorry. <sighs> now, you see her, young man. Stop this nonsense. What are you doing? I'm sitting here in the middle of 42nd Street waiting for a bus. Oh, whose little dog is... Oh, oh. Shoop, go away! Hannah! Who is this man? I don't know. Stop it! Stop barking, George! What's he doing here? I don't know. Cheapers. Susan! Susan, come back here! Stop it, George! Susan! I demand you tell! Oh, Aunt Elizabeth, it's you! I've never been so thrilled in my life! This is simply amazing to see you here! And George, dear little George! Why did you come out here? Quiet, George! If I knew you were coming, I would have done something else! I don't know what, but I certainly would have thought more on dinner! Now stop gushing and tell me, who is this man? I, I, I... Where did you get him? He's a friend of Mark's! What's he doing here? Susan brought me. I don't doubt it! But why? I got a letter from Mark! And he told me, well, he said David was an old friend of his! He's been working very, very hard in town, and he was on the point of, of having a nervous breakdown! Oh, that's just perfect. Now I'm a nut from Brazil. Well, he's very excitable. He must be allowed to do whatever he wants to do. Where's his clothes? Oh, Susan took them. What's he doing that thing? Oh, well, Mark said he should be allowed to wear a negligee if he wants. Because there's no telling what'll happen if he doesn't have his own way. Does he want to wear those clothes? No, no, I don't want to wear this thing. I just want to get married. Susan, I forbid it. I absolutely put my foot down. No. The idea. No. Well, well I... we had this whole situation, and I don't think you should... Well, 
when did you talk to Mark? <gasps> How has he come to know him? Why is he in my clothes? Well, it was a telegram, and he came to me, and I could hardly let him... Quiet. Oh, please, listen to me. Quiet. Oh, David, don't talk so much. You can help me. Perhaps you can help me find some clothes. What? Yes. Yes. There must be some of Mark's things around here somewhere. Uh, things around uh, somewhere. Are there? Are there some clothes? Well, well, yes. Yes, there are some in Mr. Mark's room. And which sir. is Mr. Mark's room? Well, it's the answer. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Go away. Go. Go on. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. David? Where'd he go? He went to get some clothes. But, but if he gets his clothes, he'll go away. And I only never knew you could play He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not with stamped toes before. And Aunt Elizabeth, he'll go away. And he's the only man I've ever loved. Oh, David. What will I do without David? Stop, George. Get away from me. Oh, George, do please be quiet. What do you want? <laughs> oh, go ahead and laugh. I know it looks ridiculous. The jacket sleeves are up my arms. There's no shirt. The pants look like short pants. The socks don't match. I know it looks ridiculous, but I'm past caring. <clears throat> oh, oh, no, I, I don't care. What are you going to do? What I've been trying to do. Get back to New York. Oh, but David, you can't go dressed that way. You might be... They're all I could find. And clothes are clothes. Although I'm having a devil of a time trying to sit down to put these boots on. But it doesn't matter, Susan. Clothes are clothes. And I'm going. I'm going back to New York. If only to repair the damage that's been done since I've known you. The damage to Miss Swallow. To the museum. To Mr. Peabody and everybody else. I... Mr. Peabody? But, David, the one way to get to Mr. Peabody is through Aunt Elizabeth. N no, I, I don't want to hear it. Oh, please listen for one second. Now, he'll do anything she tells him to. He'll even like you. He's Aunt Elizabeth's lawyer. He... He's her lawyer, Mr. Peabody. What's your aunt's name? Elizabeth. No, no, she has another name. Y yes, of course she has another name. Hold it, hold it. No, no, never mind. I don't, don't tell me. Why not? It's random. Mrs. Oh. Carlton Random. Oh, yes, I know. I knew that was coming. What's the matter? Out of seven million people, why did I have to run into you yesterday? Well, what have I done? Uh, Susan, Mrs. Random is going to give away a million dollars. I know. I wanted it for the museum. Oh, David. Well, I'm afraid you've made a rather unfavorable impression on Aunt Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, I quite realize that. Susan, Susan, listen to me. What? Now, a lot of things have happened, but we'll forget all about them because this is serious. What, David? Well, can you concentrate for just a moment? Mm -hmm. There's only one thing to be done, and, and this is important, and, and to my work. Oh. What? You're so good-looking without your glasses. Susan, listen to me. I'm trying to remember. What? 
Well, I've, I've made a horrible mess of things, and your aunt must never find out who I am. You, you do understand all that, don't you, Susan? Yes, David. And you can tell her that I'm a friend of Mark's and I have bats in the belfry, but, but don't ever tell her my name is David Huxley. Now, can you remember all that, Susan? Yes, David. You're sure? Yes, David. But you are good-looking without your glasses. Oh, never mind, Susan. What did I say? What, what, what did I do? What did I say? What did I, what did I do, David? Look, Susan, I just asked you to remember it. I know, David. I swear I'm going to remember it. Where is it? I know exactly what you wanted me to say. Where is it? Where's what? My intercostal clavicle. My bone. It's rare. It's precious. What did you do with it? Your bone? Susan, you had it. You, you, you give it to me. No, I haven't got it. Uh, really, I haven't got it. Did you carry it somewhere? Oh, David, what would I be doing carrying a bone? Well, I, I I wouldn't dare give a reason for anything you do. Well, I guess you'll have to find another one. I, I, it took three expeditions in five years to find that one. Well, David, now that you know where to find one, couldn't you send it out for another? Susan, look, you had it. You took it out of the box. Now where did you put it? I put it back in the box. Was there anyone else in the room? No, David, there was nobody else but... David! George! Who's George? The dog, you know! Oh, don't you see? Dog bone, dog bone! <gasps> George! 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 Oh, stop it, Susan. You sound like an echo. George! Nice George! George! Nice George! Nice George! George! Did you see him? See him? George! Are those the only clothes you could find? Oh, my heavens. Maybe he's outside. Uh, Susan! Come back here! Come back here this minute! What are you doing? Hunting for George. Why? Oh, David wants him. David loves him. David thinks he's such a nice dog. George is a perfect little fiend and you know it. But David doesn't. Come here! Ugh! Susan, where's he apt to go? George is apt to go anywhere. No, I don't mean that. Where does he hide things? Oh, now, David, how can I tell? Well, you ought to know. Oh, there he is. George. George! Oh, my goodness. Look at his nose. He's been digging. He's buried it. Where did he put it? David, there are 26 acres in this garden. Well, that's awful. Now, now, George, where did you hide that bone? No, David, not that one. Now, George. We're not angry. No, David and Susan need that bone. It's a nasty old bone. It's hundreds of years old. That's David's bone. Now, Susan will get you a nice fresh bone if you'll just show us where it is. Oh, look at the nasty little cur. Now, now, you'll ruin everything. Spill it. Now, George, don't be stubborn. Susan loves you. Now, where'd you put it? Don't you remember where'd you dig? Where'd you He's dig? not paying attention. George! He's off! I'm sure he's going to find it. It's easy if you know how to handle him. Everything's going to be all right. This must be the spot. He's going to start digging any minute. Right now? Yes, there he goes. That's right, George, that's right. It's very simple if you keep your head. Well, I do hope he doesn't hurt that bone. Oh, what a nice dog you are. Isn't he a strong little man, David? Oh, he's got, oh, oh he's got something. Come on, dig, David, dig. I'm digging. I feel something, I feel something. Oh, I hope it isn't hurt. Oh, look, David, a boot. A boot. Don't hit George, David. I wasn't going to hit George. Now, George, that was fine. But now you've got to concentrate again. David has to find his phone. No, not in there. <laughs> he's off again. Oh, isn't this fun, David? Just like a game. Oh, yes. Now, George, if you get 
tired of digging, you just tell David and Susan where you hid, and they'll dig. <laughs> Susan? Uh-huh? Do you think George is really trying? Well, David, almost every place he's taken us, we've found something. Oh, there's nothing here. Oh, look, David! Another boot! Oh, no. Another boot. That makes three pairs. Come on, George, quit stalling. Where is it? Oh, don't get discouraged, David. Now, George, concentrate. Bones, not boots. Oh, there he goes again. See? He's got the idea already. I'm getting tired of all this digging. Yes, what we need is a plow. Susan? Jeepers, it's Aunt Elizabeth. Oh, there he goes again. Follow him, David. Don't let him get away. Susan? Yes, Auntie, I'm coming. Susan, what on earth are you doing? What are all these? Those? Oh, they're holes. Holes? Of course I can see they're holes. How did they get here? Well, David and George and I were digging. Who is this David? He's a friend of Mark's. Is that all you know about him? No, I know I'm going to marry him. He doesn't know it, but I am. Now see here, if you're planning to marry him on my money, you're very much mistaken. I don't want another lunatic in my family. I've got lunatics enough already. When are you going to marry him? And what's his name? It's, a uh, Bone. Bones? That's ridiculous. bone. Well, one bone or two. It's a ridiculous name. What does he do? He hunts. Hunts? Hunts what? Animals, I should think. Big game hunting? Yes, very big. You call that big game hunting? You mean him over there with George? Just look at him. Following George around on hand and knees like two dogs in queue. Well, Auntie, he's just playing with George. Well, he's not going to play with George another minute. Tell him dinner's a half past eight sharp and not to keep us waiting. George! Come here this minute, George! Come along, George! Oh, David! the first half of bringing up baby join me next week for episode two and you know go and do yourself a favor and buy the dvd for your collection it's totally worth it until next time i'm jack ward good night This has been an Electric Vicuna production.